Hello, awesome humans, and welcome to today's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. I'm Natalie, your host, and I'm so grateful you're here. As a quick reminder, we record this podcast with a live virtual audience, so you will hear me respond to questions and comments. If you'd like to join me for Awesome Human Hour Live, I would love it. It's every Wednesday at noon Eastern, and you can sign up by going to happier.com and clicking on Awesome Human Hour. Now, before we dive into today's topic, just take a moment to arrive to this moment right now. This time is for you, and I hope you find today's episode really valuable. So let's talk about some mindset shifts, and as I call them, lenses that we can use to help us avoid burning out or prevent daily burnout. And um, the thing I want to start with is, I I just want to say, there are so many factors that go into burning out. And as you all know, or many of you know, because you've been with me for a while, I have suffered a debilitating burnout in my life and it almost cost me everything. So I speak both from a research standpoint and a personal experience. There are so many factors that contribute to burnout. Um, Lack of control, feeling like you can't really um, uh, feel appreciated in your work, lack of meaning, having too much work, over-identifying with your job, um, not feeling supported. Those are just some of the factors of burnout. And I want to acknowledge that there are many things that you cannot control, right, that might contribute to burnout. The structure of your day, having too many meetings, having an unsupported boss, how your company culture is. Like there are many things that affect burnout that you don't have control over. But there are things that you do have control over. And I am a pragmatist. That is what I dedicate my life and work to. Let's focus on things we can shift to help ourselves. So I want to talk about that area. And so I was actually, I write about this in my book. There's a lot of more detail on everything I'm sharing right now that's in my book. But some of the top causes of burnout are not feeling a sense of control um, over your life or over your work work overload, just constantly feeling like you're overwhelmed. And also one more that I haven't said out loud before. And that when I was reading research about this, it resonated, it like really hit home in a way that like, I was reading this paper and I had to put it down and be like, wow, do you know that one of the highest, um, uh, there's a lot of studies that show that one of the biggest causes of burnout is what psychologists call having a neurotic personality. And by that neurotic personality, it's a personality type. It means you tend to stress a lot. It means you um, tend to get frustrated easily. Um, One of the ways to think about it is is described like you see that the world is hostile, like you envy people a lot. You think people have ulterior motives. Um, You feel like people never appreciate you. You envy people a lot. They've actually done a lot of research that shows that having an erotic personality And again, Stella's like, who are you calling neurotic? This was me for most of my life. I just want to say this out loud, that that is one of the leading causes of burnout, actually more than not feeling like you have control or work-life balance or things like that. So I just want to acknowledge that. And it takes honesty to recognize like, yeah, that is how I see the world. And so again, lack of control, having too much to do, everyone's out to get you contributes to burnout. But here's the thing. None of these things are set in stone, right? The the way that we perceive our world is not 
it's not like our brain is giving you an accurate information about some objective reality. No, our thoughts, our perceptions, our brain has a lens through which it's looking at the world. And we've talked about our brain has a negativity bias. It focuses on many more negative things than positive. We um, look at things as we believe they are, not as they are. So past experience, our uh, background, our personality affects how we see the world. And the good news about that is we can change our perceptions. We can go from feeling like we don't have control to feeling like we do. We can go from feeling totally overwhelmed to feeling like, yeah, I have a lot of work to do and I'm going to do my work. We can go from constantly worrying about everything going wrong and thinking the world is hostile to thinking to really seeing that people support us and there's wonderful things in our lives. We can choose the lens through which we look at our work, at ourselves and our reality. And when we do that, it gives us an opportunity to not burn out. And so this to me, like if you only take one thing away, it's this. Burnout doesn't, isn't just caused by objective factors. It is caused by your perception, the lens through which you see your work, the world, other people, and yourself. And you can change the lens. You can choose. That's what, that's what you know, in my book, The Awesome Human Project, there are these five emotional fitness skills. And for each one, I give you a lens. How can you practice it as a lens through which you focus your attention? And I love this idea of lenses so much because the reality is there are too many things in, in any given moment for our brain to register. So your brain chooses certain things to take in, to focus on. It already has a lens. And we're talking about you taking control and choosing the lens through which you look at yourself, your work, so that you feel a sense of control, so that you feel less overwhelmed, so that you don't see the world as a hostile place, which directly impacts your chances of burnout. So I want to offer you some of these really specific lenses. And I picked a couple um, uh, causes of burnout that I think are really common and that were really true to me before I burnt out. So one is um, perceived lack of control. There are, I've been really researching this when I was working on my book and since then, it's really hard for our brain to feel like we're out of control because remember your brain's number one job is to protect you from danger. It doesn't care about how you feel. It doesn't care if you're thriving, if you're balanced, if you're, it doesn't care about any of that. Your brain just wants to protect you from danger. So when it, it feels like you don't have control, it's really scary. And your brain, stress goes through the roof, overwhelm, anxiety, it can lead to burnout. So the lens that I want to offer you to give yourself a greater sense of control, no matter what's going on. And I just taught this in my keynote that I just gave to um, uh, these HR leaders at Coursera, um, the lens of acceptance. It's the first skill in my book. It is the first practice, the lens of acceptance, because acceptance is a skill that allows you to actually see things as they are, not through the lens of your brain's negativity bias or neurotic personality or whatever it is, just to look at things as they are. And from that point, choose, and choice means control, choose how to move forward. So here's an example. I want to use really concrete example. One of the things that I used to think all the time before I burnt out, and it still comes to mind, and I think it's really common for all of us, 
is like, oh my God, I have so many things to do. I can never get things, these things done. Do you ever feel this way? Like, oh my God, it's just like too many things to do. I can never get them done. Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Do you ever feel this way? Of course, it happens, right? Now, the thing is, it's really, how do you feel when you feel that feeling? Out of control, panicked, paralyzed, right? It's incredibly draining. And for me, I used to live that way. I used to be this person. Like people would ask me, oh, how are you? Oh my God, I have so many things to do. I have too many things to do. I can never get them done. It was like my, my story, right? So when you feel that way, pause and practice the lens of acceptance. So choose, I literally, I love this idea, like a lens. I actually picture a physical lens, like a glass for like in your glasses, right? Lenses focus light. A mental lenses focus our thinking. So literally just like, okay, this is the lens of overwhelm out of control. I'm going to put it over here. That's my perception. Now I'm going to put on the lens of acceptance, two steps. The first is separate the facts you know to be true from the story that your brain has created. What are the facts in this situation? Oh my God, I have too many things to do. I'm so overwhelmed. What are the facts? The fact is I have a lot of things to do. That's it. That's the fact. Everything else is a story. Oh my God, I'm, oh my God, it's too much. Oh my God, I can never get it done. Oh my God, why do people keep throwing things at me? Those are stories, right? The fact is I have a lot of things to do. That's a fact. And also part of that is really important to just acknowledge the wow, and thinking this way is really making me feel overwhelmed. Practice acceptance of your feelings too. So you put on the lens. And the second step is to say, okay, given how this is, so I have a lot of things to do and it's making me feel really overwhelmed. What is one thing I could do to move forward in a way that reduces my struggle. Could is so powerful. Could gives you control. Could is possibility. Could is you're in the driver's seat. So instead of now you're the victim, the world is against you, the to-dos are your enemies, you're now in control. What is one thing I could do? I just did a brainstorm during my keynote. What is one thing you could do? Like you have, to, you have a lot of things on your to-do list. What is one thing you could do? You could prioritize. You could say, all right, here are the three things that are most important. I'm going to focus on them. Everything else can wait. Great. Now you're in control. You could just focus on doing one thing at a time. Um, I think it was a couple awesome human hours ago. I shared with you my little practice for this. When I feel overwhelmed, I take out a sticky note. I write down one thing that I'm going to focus on doing. I do that thing. Then I rip up the note. Then I do it again. You know what that does? That puts me in control. That gives my brain a sense of progress, right? So that's something you could do. So you could prioritize. You could do one thing at a time. You could ask for help. You could go to your colleague, your boss, your friend, your partner and say, listen, I have all these to-dos. I can't get them done. Can you help, right? Those are all things you could do. But think about it. Now you're in control. Now you're not the victim of your to-dos. The world is not out to get you. You're not powerless. Now you're making choices. You're in control. There's a sense of progress. And that in itself, that lens of acceptance has now replaced that lens of lack of control. And just by practicing this, you are helping to preserve your energy because thinking about how overwhelmed you are, that takes energy. That is very, very energy draining. So now you've replaced that energy drain, you've replaced that feeling of not having control with you're taking steps. You're focusing on what you could do. You're making progress. Huge. I so, so wish pre-burnout Natalie would do this at least once. No, 
I didn't feel like I had any choices. So this is one. I want to give you another example. Um, let's see. Of a lens. Lots of notes, you guys. Okay. Let's talk about neuroticism. Okay. Because I have to tell you, know, I'm not a psychologist by training, although I'm a total amateur psychologist. I read more research than I sometimes I like to admit. I love it. I love understanding how we work, how the brain works. Um, and also just to like put it out there, I read a lot of psychology. I also um, read a lot of philosophy. Um, I, I study a lot of Eastern disciplines like Buddhism and yoga. I read a lot of spiritual literature and to me, they all connect, right? It all helps me understand my psyche, my being, not just like this little brain that's in the head because it's just one aspect of us. So um, let's talk about like if you, because we had some honesty going on in chat, which is wonderful. I love that. Like being neurotic is not, it's not an insult. It's a personality type. There are different personality types and neuroticism is one being extroverted as another, for example, right. Or introverted. So again, people who have a neurotic personality tend to see the world as hostile. Um, I def, I lived this way for so long, you guys, like, I remember my teacher actually like pointing that out to me that, I expect that things won't work out. I expect that people are not going to want to help me. Like that was my like starting point. And so also other elements of neurotic personality, just to cause them out. When things stress you out, you immediately like you can't handle it. You can't handle small stresses. That was me. Little thing would go wrong and a boom, I was done for the day. Like boom, that was it. Like that, this little thing would just get me off kilter. Envying other people, constantly thinking that other people have it better, um, getting frustrated and then not being able to limit that frustration. So you're frustrated about this thing, but now it's everything. Worrying a lot about things you can't control and actually feeling a sense of satisfaction from that worry. A hard thing to admit. Uh, my mom's like this. I love her very much, but my mom and my grandma used to be like that. Like they worry all the time and like makes you feel like you care. But actually, it's just draining your energy. So these are just some aspects of a neurotic personality, which again, research directly links to higher chances of burnout. So what is a lens that you could use that would help you? I offer you the lens of gratitude. It's why we begin every awesome human hour with gratitude. It's why gratitude was the first skill that I started to learn when I was healing from burnout, because the reality is that all of our human brains, whether we're more neurotic or less, all of our human brains have a negativity bias. We perceive and pay much more attention to everything that is wrong than it's right. It, the brain is like this to protect us from da danger. We all worry a lot because there's a lot of uncertainty in our lives. And when things are uncertain, your brain worries to give itself a sense of control. That is why you worry. The brain thinks that by constantly worrying, it gains control. So it, it, it's part of all of us, but some of us are more prone to that. And when you put on the lens of gratitude, so when you take off the lens of the world is out to get me, I, everything is very stressful, I'm constantly worrying. If you take off that lens and you put on the lens of gratitude, you're asking yourself, to, you're asking your brain, say, dear brain, let's think about the things that are okay, that are good that are meaningful, that are positive, that are kind, however small they are. Let's think about ways people in, our, in my life are supporting me. Let's acknowledge that actually I'm not alone and people are not out to get me. 
And I get a lot of support. When you practice, when you put on that lens of gratitude, literally what it signals to your brain is that you are safe. You are safe. I don't, this is the, um, the, the, the Natalie conjecture, but I believe that some people are more neurotic than others because the brain just feels less safe for some people. And gratitude, reminding your brain of some things that are okay, that are good, that are meaningful, of the support that you have from others, expressing your gratitude to others, it actually tells your brain, no, no, you're safe. Hold on, you're safe. You don't have to worry all the time. People are not out to get you. Look at these good things. Look at these comforts you have. Look at these people who support you. And it makes you feel safer and it helps you not waste all that energy that leads to burnout. And again, this is really personal for me because, um, you know, I'm the same person that I, that I was before I burnt out. I'm the same Natalie. And there's a lot of that person that I really love, but the lens through which I see my daily reality from my work to the people in my life, to the world in a more philosophical way, completely different. Because I put on these lenses, I practice when I'm freaking out about something, or I realize that I'm worrying about something I can't control, or I start thinking like, oh my God, this worked out for this person, but it's not working out for me. That's what my brain sounds like. I make a choice now. I'm like, no, let's put on the lens of gratitude. Let's put on the lens of acceptance. And just even just having these tools, this is why I wrote this book, you guys. This is why I wrote The Awesome Human Project. This is why I'm teaching you these lenses and the skills in the book, because having those tools at your disposal gives you a sense of control even before you use them. And that in itself helps you feel safer. It prevents your brain from constantly worrying. It helps you not drain so much energy and it helps you not burn out. So I offer you this both as a, a mindset shift of recognizing that the way you perceive your daily reality dramatically impacts how you feel, dramatically impacts your chances of burnout, dramatically impacts your energy, and that you have choices to shift your perception by using these lenses of acceptance, lens of gratitude, and other lenses I talk about to improve, to perceive the world, to choose to look at the reality of your life and yourself in a way that is more supportive, that is more fueling, that helps you to struggle less. And what an incredible choice it is to make. And so I send you off today with homework because practice, 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 practice. Are you sick of me yet? Practice. I hope you're all getting sick of me, but that's the magic. So your homework is become aware when the way that you are perceiving something is causing to drain your energy, is causing you to worry too much, is causing you to look at the world as it's hostile and choose in that moment, pull out that lens, like actually like know that you have the lens with you, the mental lens, pull out the lens of acceptance, look at the situation and say, hold on, hold on. What do I know to be true? What are the facts? And what are these stories my brain has created that are not helpful? And then say, okay, given this is how it is, here are the facts. What could I do to move forward? What's one thing I could do, right? Put on that lens of gratitude when your brain is telling you, and this is wrong, and this person's annoying, and no one likes you, and everyone has it better, and this is frustrating. Say, hold on, hold on. 
brain, you're just focusing on the negative. Let me put, I'll pull out my lens of gratitude. Let me remind myself of the incredible things that I do have, of the comforts, of the support, of the people. And you feel the impact right away. You hear it in my voice when I talk about them. You feel the impact. And then the more you practice, you actually shift your perspective. You really do. It is almost, do I want to say never? I'm going to say 99.9% of the time. I am no longer someone who sees the world as hostile. Um, I can pull myself back from that place of constant worry and frustration. That's amazing to say, because five years ago, I was the opposite. So the more you practice, every time you practice, not only do you help yourself in that moment, but you actually fuel your emotional fitness, that baseline, that ability to shift faster in the future. And yeah, Christy, every day, a bit better. That's right. New perception and practice, more awesome me. India could not have said it better. I love it. So please take these practices away. Please do your homework. I am so grateful to get to share this with you because I think, I don't think I, I overstate this. This has been life-changing for me, but it's also been life-changing for everyone who is with me. It's been life-changing for all of you because I couldn't do this work. I couldn't bring my best to you if I was constantly burning out. So these are the gifts that you can give yourself and you don't have to make dramatic changes. You can practice putting on these lenses at any time. It just takes practice. So thank you all. Thank you for being. Thank you for being here. Again, if you want to learn more, pre-order a copy of The Awesome Human Project, which is my new book, which is all about breaking free from daily burnout. And you get to go to an amazing, awesome human day live virtual event um, when you pre-order with me and Apollo Ono and lots of other incredible guests and prizes and surprises. Um, and you also get my very popular 21 Day Happier Challenge for free when you pre-order and lots of other things. So Give yourself this gift. This can be your year. I've been saying this a lot. This can be your year to embrace your awesome human, to make yourself a priority, to support yourself, to help yourself live and thrive and experience aliveness and to shift out of struggle. And I hope I get to help you do it with Awesome Human Hour and Awesome Human Podcast and the book and much more. So thank you all for the gift of your time and your presence. I will see you next week. We have a great gift. We're going to be talking about how can we work less and how can we sleep more and how we can do all that and get stuff done and fuel our well-being. So um, look out for your reminder email. Always, always remind your email about the topic. And next week we are here at, the, at our usual time, which is noon um, Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So again, always in your email. I wish you a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much. And now I'm going to go drink more tea. Bye, everyone. Bye, Debbie. Bye, awesome humans. All right, awesome humans. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. And I would love to know what resonated. What questions do you have? What are you excited to practice? So send us an email to team at happier.com. And please rest assured, if you send an email that you'd love for me to read, I will always get it in my inbox. My team will send it to me. Let's stay in touch so you can keep practicing skills to help you struggle less and thrive more in work and life. The best way to do it is to go to happier.com and subscribe to my weekly newsletter. I promise you, I would never send you spam. It's just more practices, skills, and stories to help you embrace your inner awesome human. I can't wait to see you next week.